Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode and meet today's host, Krista Weaver, our co-host and resident confidence queen. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I am today's host and resident confidence queen, Krista Weber, and we are a community of multidimensional women on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. So today we have an amazing guest, Ashley Cantley. Ashley is a certified feng shui expert and author of High Vibe Feng Shui. Her approach to feng shui is super modern, accessible, intuitive, and makes it truly feel like an effortless natural fit. She shows how to change the energy in your environment to create personal transformation, proving over and over again that Feng Shui is a powerful tool for a life makeover at any stage. She's also a celebrity producer on national talk shows and networks. So it sounds like the perfect blend of spiritual and chic, and I am here for it. So welcome, Ashley. Yay, thank you. I'm so excited. Yes, we are so excited to have you. And on that note of being super excited, we like to start the show on a high vibe note by sharing what we are both super excited about today. So mine is not necessarily, not necessarily like a biggie, but it's something that I am excited about. So as a coach, as a coach and a mentor, I ask my clients all the time, what are you tolerating? What are you tolerating today that you just don't need to? Like what's bringing your vibe down that just doesn't need to be bringing your vibe down? Just little things, right? Like if your underwear doesn't fit right or... Like if your pen is running out of ink, but you just don't throw it away and get a new one. Like what are the little shitty things that are bothering you? And I was asking myself that question recently. And so as you can, like listeners can't see that I am wearing glasses and they may be chic. Yes, but I do need them to see. I'm quite blind without them. And I realized one morning I was getting up in the morning and I was like, I cannot even like see my face properly in the mirror because I'm nearsighted and my bathroom, like the mirror seems like it's far away. And I was like, why am I tolerating this? I am like a 36 year old successful woman. Get your fucking eyes lasered. So I'm really excited because next week I have an appointment finally to go like have a consultation to just get my goddamn eyes lasered and be over this problem and like stop tolerating. I mean, the glasses are chic and I'll probably still keep them for fashion reasons, like just with like not lenses in them or something, but like for photo shoots. But I'm just really excited about that. That's just something I see it on my calendar. It's coming up and I'm excited about it. (laughs) I love that. And I need to do that as well. Yeah. I wear contacts and I'm blind. Yeah. I wear contacts all day. And then by the end of the day, my eyes hurt. And I'm just like, this is not a feeling that I need to live with. And like every adult I know has had their eyes lasered. I'm like, why the fuck have I not done this yet? (laughs) I'm always like what if there's a natural disaster and I have to run out of my house and I forget my contacts I'm gonna be yeah like when I like I mean when you're when we're still allowed to travel and I go on like an overseas flight I'm like well I don't want to wear my contacts for 18 hours so then I'm glasses and like a little bottle solution on the airplane and like all of these things and if you're you and I actually are both manifesting generators and we're going to get into that as well a little bit, but with a lot of energy I work long hours and I like it. I don't need my eyeballs hurting. So I'm excited about it. And so like, what are you excited about today? Okay. Let me preface this with, with saying that I've got my vaccines. I'm totally vaccinated. And I had a really difficult year last year. So I said, F it. I'm going to Aruba. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. 
Yes, yes, my whole family. <gasps> I'm so jealous. Take me yes. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is so silly, but you know the Beach Boys song, Aruba? I just had it in my head. I just had it in my head. Aruba, Mahama, Come, That's you. Oh, we're not. Yes, when I was like 19, I said, Sunday, I'm going to go to every single place in that song. So I'm checking off Aruba next month. Hello. I love it. And what other places have you been to already? I've been to Bahamas, Jamaica. Kokomo. Where's Kokomo? I don't know. No, I, I think Kokomo is a made up place, actually. Oh, well, and it's in our hearts. It belongs. Yeah. Oh, okay. feels like it should be in Hawaii. Maybe that's on my list too. Oh, let's just go to all of the places. I want that so bad. Um, I love, I love where we live. Like it's beautiful where we live and people do travel all over the world to come here to Bavaria, to Germany, where I live. But I'm like super, I would just love to see a palm tree. So I'll be stopping your Instagram when you're on that holiday and we'll be living vicariously through you. So congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> amazing. Oh, okay. And now we're going to do a chakra shout out. So I want to actually shout out a jeweler that I'm obsessed with. Um, the name of the company is Aziza Handcrafted. It's spelled A-Z-I-Z-A and then Handcrafted. And they just make truly goddess vibe jewelry, like, like silver rings that frame or gold that just like give this little cuticle frame or like the illusion of a stiletto nail. And when I wear them, I just feel like a goddess, like, and she makes them obviously by hand, handcrafted. Her art is so incredible. I believe that she is going to be like dressing celebrities and like, I expect to see her in Vogue and I'm obsessed. And I just get so many compliments every time I wear her pieces. Like sometimes it's a struggle to get it shipped to where I am, but I don't care. I send it to my friends in the US and I make them hold it for me. And then I will get it like one day. I'm just so excited. So, and her Instagram is aziza.handcrafted. And just incredible. AzizaHandcrafted.com is her website. I am obsessed. I love it. I'm here for jewelry. My highest self loves it. I love it too. Um, who would you like, who or what would you like to give a chakra shout out to today? All right. I hope you don't think I'm a super dork, but um, so be it. I, it's spring in Atlanta. And so I've got like major nature vibes going on. My shout out is to Kiss the Ground. It's a company that talks about, um, it's like a nonprofit that talks about creating nutrient dense soil by composting to wow. restore like the earth. And so it's, they're super inspiring to me because it's super easy to compost and it, um, this is dorky, but it saves the, all this food from going into the oh, landfills when yes. it can actually provide the earth with like important nutrients because people yes. are over-processing. Yes. So it's, yeah. So I'm super into this and I, you, nice. I compost. Yeah. I compost and, and I think it makes my vegetables and gardening so much better. Oh, a hundred percent. So in, in Germany, we are all about that. Like they are very, very strict and rigid. I think that Germany is like 85% marine energy actually. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So like they are very, and the way that Germans do, they love a rule. Um, so like they're very strict about how the garbage is separated. And like, if anybody sees you not composting, they're like, like they're super into it. And it's very, very important. So I love it. That's yeah. like Canada too. I feel like. I think so. I think it's getting there. And all right, and now let's do some juicy slumber party questions. Let's just hit you with some rapid fire and get into the vibes. So I believe that you are a ritual girl. You love a good ritual, daytime ritual, nighttime ritual. 
So hit us with your morning ritual. Okay. So I have a four-year-old son. I wake up, but I'm not a morning person. Like I'm like a nine o'clock person, not a 7 a.m. person. So I forced my child to have coffee time, which consists of him doing his own thing. And I sit and enjoy coffee for a good hour in the morning upstairs. Mm-hmm. And then I usually put on an inspirational podcast to set the tone of my day. And that is what I do every single morning. That is a great vibe for the morning. That is wonderful. And do you have, um, do you have a nighttime ritual as well? I do. Um, so my ritual, it's, I do it in my head. I think about all the things that I forgive myself for, for not like measuring up to, or, you know, for losing my temper or for whatever it is. And then I forgive my husband for whatever I'm irritated at him or my son, you know? Um, and then I think about all the things I'm grateful for and I think about it for my whole family. And then I set my intention for the nighttime. Like if I want to kind of get clarity on something while I'm sleeping, I'll set that intention. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. Like how wonderful to go to sleep like that. I think that is so beautiful to forgive yourself and to just welcome in the things that you actually want. I love that. Okay. And then what is your must have beauty product or skincare product that just, they will pry from your cold dead hands one day? All right. Currently I'm obsessed with this, um, product in its color correcting. It's not makeup. I stopped wearing makeup and I just use color correction and it's called Demi color and it filters distractions on your face and it, and there's no makeup texture. What? Cause you are radiant. Are you? Oh, thank you. Mm, yeah, you can't, get it, you can't get that here, but all the listeners can get it. So get it, girls. Enjoy. Yeah, gorgeous, and you need it. Um, okay, and then what is your favorite? This is the two-parter. What is your favorite crystal of the moment, and what is your favorite element of the moment? I am okay. So I'm obsessed with Herkimer diamonds. Like obsessed <gasps> with them. I don't know if you know about them, but they come from one specific place in New York, upstate New York. They're beautiful. Like they're oh, so head, beautiful. Head diamond, so I'm listening. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. It helps you tap into your spiritual um, self and also communicate uh, with spirits and, you know, energy. So that's why I have it. I need that. <laughs> it's beautiful. Herkimer. Oh, Herkimer diamond. Oh, I need it. Okay. I love that so much. It's so beautiful. And what's your favorite element that you're working with right now? So right now I'm working with the water elements and with the water element, basically I, it's all about rejuvenation. It's about having good sleep. It's about inspiration. It's like, kind of setting your career path and your life journey in the right direction. I love That's that. That's what it's oh, about. God. Yeah. Also, it's about abundance, going mm-hmm. with the flow in life, mm-hmm. allowing things to come to you, not like pushing and allowing, yeah, the flow of abundance to come to you. That sounds wonderful. We're going to talk some more about that for sure. Yeah. And then tell us your sun, moon, and rising. <laughs> so I'm a Taurus. Yay. And then my moon is in Scorpio. Yeah. And then I'm a Virgo rising. Wow. Okay. That is a very cool combination. Um, yeah. So in Taurus, like you're having, as we're, as we're recording this right now, so uh, Venus is in Taurus or 
right now. And so I believe it's like just a lovely, delicious yeah. for all this. I'm, I'm a Taurus rising, so I'm feeling all of the love vibes yes. for Taurus and Venus. It's incredible. Um, and then tell us actually about, I know that you're into human design and so am I. So tell us your human design profile. Yeah, I'm super obsessed with human design. I feel like nobody should live without knowing their human design. I'm a manifesting generator 3-5 profile, which makes so much sense. Once you figure out your human design, you're like, oh, this is why I'm like this. And it's a good thing. Yeah, it 100%. Like it's when I learned about it, I just became so obsessed with it. And now I do use it with my clients. But one of the biggest advantages was when I found when I looked at my husband's and then I was like oh my god so he he is a projector okay like I don't want to spill the tea on him like that's his personal information but I learned so much about how to communicate with him and like it's so good for our marriage that I know that stuff and you know what it's good if you have children my son's a projector so I'm like okay this is why he's just sitting around telling everyone what to do and not like (laughs) he's not the doer he's like he sees the big picture yeah he's the refiner that is so it's so important it's so good yeah and so tell us a bit about your spiritual awakening and what what inspired you to lean into healing with feng shui and with the elements and with all of these other tools that you use I feel like every I feel like I've had several important spiritual awakenings. I think the first one, when I first discovered feng shui, it's like the classic thing, you know, you go through a toxic breakup and then you look at your life, like you're dating someone who's super toxic or the relationship super toxic. And then you look at your life and everything else. My life was like, I was unemployed. My friends left me because who can deal with that person who's always with the drama guy, you know? And I was like, something has to change. And I was in a small little apartment on Central Park West in New York City. And I was like, I've got to change my apartment. That's it. I just knew it. So I pieced, I tried to find like a book that I connected with and I couldn't. So I kind of like pieced it all together. And I little by little knew what I wanted and started changing my space. And and within a year, no joke, I'm at the love of my life. I got my dream job. I got pregnant. I traveled the world all within that year. And so I was like, oh my God, this works. So I got certified and just really dove deep into it. And that was the first, you know, real experience with feng shui that I had. Incredible. So it was like such a rapid transformation. Like it got you into alignment so quickly. Yes. And just brought you into that flow state. That is incredible. Um, So can I ask actually, how can a person, like what's a telltale, what's like a telltale sign that a person can know when their feng shui is not the jam, like when it's out of whack? Yeah. Well, if you walk into your house and you're like, oh God, like, you know, if you walk into your house and you feel like that, you need to change it. If you walk into a room and you're like, I hate this room, you need to change it. If life is feeling like blocked or you're not feeling like things are coming easy, you need to create balance in your life and start with your space. So you can either approach it in your home, like look at your space or you could look at your life. Okay. It's kind of like what came first, the chicken or the egg kind of situation. Because like you're in your space and then the energy that you feel in your space becomes the energy that you embody. And then that's the energy that you put out into the world. 
So, and I believe as well, like if you come into your home, which needs to be your sanctuary, if you come into that space and you feel like heavy energy or you, it makes you feel critical or it makes you, um, or if it, it just brings, if it, it just inspires like dark feelings or something, then so that, so it's really an intuitive, it's really an intuitive thing that a person, but I, but people can become numb to it, I think. So maybe people also need to be like, just have that awareness of like, how am I feeling? So people can ask themselves, like, how am I feeling in this state? Oh my gosh, that is such, you know, we're all born with a special intuition. And then through like parenting, school, all the things that tell you, like, don't listen to your intuition. It's definitely a muscle and a process that you need to bring back into your life and start listening to yourself. I literally, I swear, had almost 10 years of therapy that worked specifically on listening to myself and making choices based on how I feel. So, you know, there are things you can do like meditate or like give yourself space and quiet to to listen and like when you feel an emotion and you're not sure why, usually you just keep moving through life. But maybe if you could just stop and like, remember, why am I feeling this emotion, you know, and just really experience and process. Give your, yeah, so give yourself space to kind of tune into that feeling and just observe the way that you feel in your space. I love that. Um, yeah. And then what are, so like Feng Shui, it is, it is, would you, would you describe it as a science? Like, would you describe yeah. it as a whole science? And so I think that, you know, people have heard the word, but what would be some of the most common misconceptions about feng shui that you usually come across? A lot of people think a couple things. They think feng shui is just about moving furniture and people are like, whoa, whoa, I like the way my apartment's styled or my house is styled. I don't want you to put my, like, I'm very particular about design, people will say. But it's about, it's it works with everyone's style. It's about bringing in flowers. It could be as simple as adding a plant, as swapping out some artwork, you know? So it works with your style. You don't have to, because feng shui came from the East, people think like, oh, I need to have like Asian decor and red everywhere. But it's not like that. It works with your style, your own intuition, and it's super simple. So so I would say, and then another misconception is that people think it's complicated. You need a compass. Well, if you Google one question in feng shui, you can get five different answers because there's different sects of feng shui. And I practice super, super modern. So in my practice, I don't use a compass. You don't need to know directions. Like that's super confusing to me. It it goes based on the energy flow of your own space. So you align the energy map to your own space and you don't need a compass super easy. Okay. So that is really interesting. So aligning, and I, so I just have to ask, like, so aligning it to your own space, you're aligning it. How do you determine what your energy map for this is based on your energy? Yeah. So the energy map is a grid of nine squares and each square correlates. So each square, when you line it to your space, you can see which area of your home correlates to the area of your life, whether that's your romantic life or your wealth or family or creativity. And the way that you align the map, you either shrink it or expand it according to your space, even if you're where you, so you could align it to your whole downstairs, or you could line it to one room and there's a bottom of the energy map. It always is positioned to the doorway. So when you enter a room, the flow of energy is like from the doorway and that's how you position it. So you always know that 
The wealth corner is in the back left-hand side. The marriage corner or partnership is in the back right-hand side. Same in the middle, back middle. That is so interesting. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then also like we, we touched on it a little bit, but working with the elements, you mentioned that you're working so much with water right now, but how does a person know what their element is? Like, how does a person know what element that they should be working with? Oh my gosh. Can I just tell you, I'm so excited. I created a quiz, which you can access on my Instagram because yeah, you take the quiz and then at the end, I'm like, you need this energy in your life. It's your energy prescription. Start working with this element. This is how you um, incorporate the element into your space and into your life. So based on those questions, yeah, you could figure out which element you currently need. There's also your, everyone's also born with like a dominant element within them. So you can easily figure that out based on the year that you were born. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. And the cool thing is sorry to cut you off it's like once you know so my so once you know the elements and how they work together you can start to change relationships and use them within your relationships like my husband is water element my son is fire so sometimes my husband's energy like will overpower my sons and we have to be like like let's just back back up a minute give him some space you're like watering down his energy Okay. All right. So I just Googled it really quick because I'm super curious. So I was born in 1984, which I know is unbelievable because look at my skin. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I've got a great esthetician. What can I say? So I am told by the interweb that I am wood. wood. Yes. What does that mean? <laughs> so it means that you like when you're in balance, it means you're like competitive, you're courageous, you're action oriented. You're like, you always have like ideas, you know, you're planting ideas. You've got a lot of ideas. You can be flexible or adaptable. <laughs> you guys, she's reading me for filth right now. She just. <laughs> Oh, she a girl. How are you doing this? But when you're out of balance, tell me if this is accurate. You can be arrogant or angry, Definitely. frustrated, impatient, workaholic. No, no, this is not. No, no, you're absolutely fucking correct. I am all of those things when I am out of balance. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. Okay, and so, so, but so, yeah. but serve the tea. So. Gives these, takes these. Okay, so are, are you a water element then? I am metal element. Oh, okay. And yet you're so, water. I feel like nobody knows this reference, so I don't know why I say it, but you know Kim and Kanye's house? Yes. It's metal element. It's all white. And it's like way out of balance because you look at it and you're like, oh my God, can you even walk through that house? It's like, so when you're metal element and you're out of balance, you're like controlling, you're rigid, you're perfectionist. That is like the not, the not great thing about the metal element. But when you're in balance, you're like organized, you're minimalistic, you're, you like rituals, you have a high standard. It's like a refined kind kind of you communicating well with people it seems it's also I mean it's similar to like the zodiac and it's similar to even to human design because like each channel and gate has yeah like a healthy high expression side and then it has like the gift and then it has 
um, the lower expression. So that's really interesting because you honestly just read me through golf with my wood element. And now I'm going to research it for three hours as soon as we are done with yeah. the interview. But then, okay, so if you're metal, then why are you drawn to working with water? Well, so, okay, so we all have a principal element within us, but at any particular day, you could be needing something like, we all have all the elements within us. So on any day, maybe like, for instance, I, I'm very anxious right now and I'm not getting a lot of sleep. So I know, oh shoot, I need to bring water into my life because I know that energy will help me achieve that. I'm trying to figure out a direction in my life. Like water element will help me with that. I want life to flow easier. What element is that? That's water. That is amazing. So you are so tuned in and intuitive with this. And if you are feeling anxious, I want you to know that I cannot tell because you are stunning (laughs) and composed and (laughs) the the water is working. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You've got it. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. So girls, like we're all, so and by girls, I mean listeners, our listeners and our babes. So we are talking about chakras. We are talking about the zodiac. We are talking about elements and feng shui. And is it feng shui or feng shui? Am I saying it wrong my entire life? Feng shui. Feng shui. Scheiße. Well, that's German for shit. And I'm going to say it <laughs> from now on. And we're talking about human design, everything. This is such a juicy fucking podcast. I'm so glad you're with us, actually. Yes. And so I also had a question because we are all about like manifesting and healing and transformation. So how can we harness the power of feng shui to help us manifest and to call in healing and transformation into our lives? Yeah. So if you're like ready to manifest, you're like, I am ready to see everything that I've been working on thinking about come to life. Then you want to bring in fire element. Fire is like the highest energy element. It is also tied to your, to fame. And what does fame mean? It means like, maybe if you want to be known on social media or want career recognition, or you want people to see you a certain way, you work with the fire energy and fire is like the bright reds, the hot pinks. And the way I practice, because I'm like, if I tell you fire energy is red and you're like, I hate red, then go with the hot pink. That's where it's intuitive. Yeah. Pick what feels good to you. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And is that also like Mars is uh, Mars is the planet of fire. Like fire is a representation of Mars energy, I think, right? Which is like the I god, believe so. Uh, yeah. And, like, the god of war and like action. I know my Scorpio is in Mars. And I know that like when I want something and I'm going to get it, I'm fucking going to get it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do what it takes. And I just, so every time I think about like the fire element, it's like get shit done energy. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no It's not that hippy-dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz, and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant, and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray Necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows, and we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep 
deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. A hundred percent. And it's like, it's like the element you bring into your life when you need a burst of energy, you need to make things happen. And it's also represented by like a pyramid shape, like the pyramids. It's rep- I actually have a tattoo of the elements. Side Ooh. note. Yeah. I love it. Very it's hard to see. So I, yeah, the pyramid is also my son. That's why I have it. Okay. So it's a pyramid. It's like faux animal prints. It's like red lipstick. It's yeah. Like if you want to also like increase the passion in your life, you could put animal print in the bedroom or like, well, it's interesting because red is also representative of the root chakra, which represents like safety, security, money, abundance. And one time I remember um, I was speaking with a woman about like, how am I going to, and like being grounded. So like you need to be grounded, safe and secure in order for things to move upward. So like the pyramid shape for the energy to move up has to have a strong foundation and just knowing me I what did I recommend to somebody who's like I need to work, work on my root chakra and I'm like buy some Louboutin a <laughs> red bottom <laughs> there <laughs> you go that's yeah. so like feng shui. yeah <laughs> Louboutins are feng shui you guys so you heard it here first <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. um but then also so like that's using the elements to manifest but like for using feng shui to manifest so would you like, let's say if you want to manifest more love in your life, then what more would, how would you, how would you like feng shui your living room, for example, to like, I want, I want to make out with somebody on that couch. So what am I going to do? Yeah. So I would approach it like this. So I would know that the love area is in the back right hand side. So then you want to add the the vibe that you want to invoke. So if you're not looking for like marriage, you're just looking like a hot (laughs) situation. Yeah. Then you could put some like cool imagery, like naked bodies entwined. People always think I'm crazy when I say stuff like that, but I love that kind of art. Like something sensual, like something like, yeah, something sensual, like people together touching and yeah. Something sexy and like beautiful, something that represents like sexy beauty. Exactly. Anything that represents sexy, beautiful to you, you put in the love area. You can diffuse like rose, which is like love or any scent to you that feels like sexy, musky, whatever it is. Yeah. And then on your like couch, you could bring in, you know, like the same thing, like pink or red or any like pillows or covers that like say passion to you, faux animal print. So like something like, let's say like, let's just also pare this down. So we want to say like, 
if we're saying like love, romance, connection, I think really it's about connection. It's all, it's all about connection. Humans all want connection. So then you want to, so it's the back right corner of a space. That's the area that represents connection and union, I guess, let's say, whether it's union for like hotness, like Netflix and chilling or a union of like, I want to have like fantastically deep conversations, like intimate, deep conversations with somebody. You want to make that space the area that's like the focal point where that stuff can happen. I think that's so beautiful. Yeah. And also you want to make sure that you don't have images contradicting what you want to call into your life. Right. You know, like I say that, you know, at one point I was watching my weight and my son drew a picture of a pig and then I hung the pig on the fridge because that's Ugh. my creativity center. No. I was like, what am I doing? Get that pig out of the fridge. No. Um, I have to, I, I want to tell a funny, oh, like a quick story. Um, some friends of mine, I have, I will be delicate and not reveal anybody, but they were together. They were a married couple and we went over to their place for like a barbecue or something here in Germany. And you walked in the door and it was quite a dark entryway as soon as you walked in. It was a 1970s place, like a 1970s, like redeveloped bungalow. So quite like Bond villain kind of cool. But like you walked in the door and then there was immediately a wall. And so it was like, a like you walk in and then you're blocked. And they had a little couch there for like taking your shoes on and off. They had a massive picture and it was a still from an old movie, but it was literally a it was a still frame from a movie of a guy angrily throwing a plate of spaghetti against a wall. It was from, I don't remember that. I think the odd couple or something, some super old movie. And then I was like, okay. And then I just like walk into the house. I'm like, here is the wine that I brought you and let's have a great time. And then I walked into the kitchen and they had, it was like a picture of a gun, like an art of a gun on the wall. And long story short, they are now divorced. Yeah. And nobody is surprised. But like, yeah, exactly. There was not warm, welcoming, like loving vibes in the decor. Yeah. And that's the thing, like you, whether people realize it or not, when you walk into a space, you're, you have a feeling about the people who live there and about like the energy in there. So that's what you want to create a home for yourself that inspires you to be the person you want to be. But you, Mm -hmm. it also says something about you. So you curate what you want to be seen as yeah and like that is so abrasive and harsh it was so abrasive like it was and yeah like it just gave me I didn't know anything about this stuff at the time but intuitively as you said like feng shui can be intuitive and I was like I don't know about this situation and then yeah now that's happening but also like it doesn't mean that you need to go spend a whole bunch of money on new furniture and all these things like like you can bring in more light you can bring in like you said some diffusing essential oils you can buy fresh flowers you can just, so like some, some quick little adjustments. So actually, so I want to skip ahead. What would be like a hot tip? Because I know everybody now is listening and they're looking around their house and like, oh my God, like, what do I need to do? So what would be like a hot tip that all of the listeners could use right now to just bring a little bit of feng shui into their life, into their home or space for like an overall well-being kind of moment? Yeah, I would say, okay, first think about really set an intention. Like, what do you want your house to do for you? Like, do you want it to like make you happy? Or do you want to make you feel more creative or just calm? Like maybe you just need peace in your life. So just look around. And if you have too much stuff, pare down. If you, if there's anything in your space that you don't like, get rid of it. 
because it brings your vibe down. And so many times, like that's so obvious, right? But how many times you just live with something because it's just what you're using. It's better not to have it in there and then slowly bring something else back into your space. So make sure everything in your space, you absolutely love that it's clean. You can pop open the windows, let some fresh air come through. You can sage it. Like you said, add some more lights, hang some images on the wall that inspire you, bring in fresh flowers every day, wash your dishes, clean your stove, make sure the entryway is like happy to your home. It's so easy. It's just little things that completely change the energy. I think that's so important. Like just when you walk, like even just when you walk into a room or a home, like get the shoes away from the front door, have a little storage. Even if you have a small place, try to get some kind of storage or create a new energetic minimum for yourself that you do like a little bit of a tidy, a bit of a reset, just so that when you walk in, you get a <sighs> feeling. Yeah. Ah, feeling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, so, and I also want to say like, if your room feels totally off and you don't know why, because maybe you like the style, but there's something with your room that you hate. One of my favorite tricks is getting a Swarovski crystal crystal sphere like 50 millimeters in size um and hang it from the center of the room or by a window and it throws out rainbows kids love it but it dramatically changes the energy of your space Uh, also if you're not like into you know the just like hanging a thing which to me I love it but you can get a Swarovski chandelier or crystal chandelier and that will change the energy. Like, ooh, that's such a good hot tip. So everybody's going now online and we're going to right now. That is such a good tip. Thank you so much. And then and I wanted to ask as well. So we've touched on it a little bit, but like, so we've touched on human design, we've touched, we've touched on feng shui. And I just wanted to know, like, in your experience, do you feel like there's a correlation between the two? Yeah, a hundred percent I do. So like when you know who you are and how you operate and how you work best, then you can set up your space to help you. Like if you know that you're working on a hundred things at once, then you set up your space that um like you maybe you need to calm the vibe because maybe you're always running on high energy. Then you can create a like a sanctuary space, or maybe you know that you don't you know, like you don't like working out or maybe I'm trying to think what is like something in human design. So let's say, say for example, if a person has, let's say if they have a closed Ajna and, or no, let's do the opposite. Let's say if somebody has an open Ajna, so they have an open third eye center. So then they're susceptible to kind of receiving ideas from so many different people in so many different places. So maybe they need to create their home as a space of their own um so i would relate this also to somebody who has like an um an open solar plexus so if they have an open emotional center if they're like an empath and they need when they come home they need to feel like they're taking off those emotions and ideas of all these other people that their home is their own sacred sovereign space for them so maybe that's clarity so maybe that's emotional and mental clarity So I would say like, then it would be important for their space to be grounded so that they could like anchor in and then you could work with the earth energy and add plants or add visual images, anything that's like, or textures of like macrame or like things to ground and plant them in. Because when you're like 
taking in everyone's energy, sometimes it's like overwhelming. So you need to bring in calm and peace into your life. Wow. That is brilliant. Like you just did that off the cuff. Like you're, you're a genius. That is, that is just brilliant. I love that. So there is there's a benefit of knowing your type, your, yeah, like your tendencies and stuff. And then it, when you can see how you can utilize the energy in your home to, ah, oh, just to bring that calm in. And, you know, I know human design too has like your environment type. So mine is caves yeah. and I don't know. So one thing I want, I'm going to um, explore more in depth is learning everyone's type. But so since mine is caves, it means I like small spaces. I like to see who's coming. I like to be in control of my space. So I will definitely, I set up my bedroom to make it more cozy. I know who's coming in and out when I work. I go into my bed, like I go into a smaller space. Um, yeah. That is, so when we, when you mentioned that, I actually looked mine up because obsessed with human design as well. And I, like I do this with my clients all the time. Um, so my space is markets, places where there's lots of people coming together to work, where it's literal or virtual. And the funny thing is that we recently moved, my husband and I moved, um, and we have a six-year-old daughter. We moved last year, thank goodness, because I love it so much. Um, and we're now in like kind of a penthouse situation. It's, it's, it's a low, it's like not a tall building. I think we're only like the third or fourth floor, but it has these panoramic windows all around it. And it makes me feel like I'm in life. Um, and we used to live in kind of a smaller suburb outside of the city where I live. And I felt really, I just felt like I was a satellite, like floating off in space. Like, so maybe my energetic type being that like, I like markets. I like, maybe I like, so there's just windows everywhere. Nobody can see us. So I feel safe because it's like, we're high up, but I think it makes me feel like I'm connected to people. And maybe that makes me feel happy and comfortable. Love that. And that's such a good point. It's like when you're buying your house, yeah, you can look out for those sort of things too. And maybe an open floor plan where there's like a social gathering place for everyone in your home. I love that. (laughs) A big island and a huge dining table. And like every, like the dining room, my husband for like, thank goodness, we both like nice things and we have the same taste. What is actually really cute is his chart and my chart are like almost perfect opposites. So he like balanced. He completes me. <laughs> it's so cute. I know I'm dying, but thank goodness. Like we both like nice things and you know, if we spend a lot of money on furniture. We're super down for that. So the, oh my God, I'm going to speak German phone Zimmer, the living room is like very like massive furniture like 40 people could just flop around and they're like a marrakesh market and the the dining room now is like it's it's like a second living room like it's it's just where people want to be and oh it makes me so happy but i never thought about it it's a thing to even design thing girl yeah i love that and if you're like someone who has the same type marketplace and you're living in a teeny tiny place and you never have people over well maybe design a common area like maybe design a space for more socializing whether that's like a bigger dining room table or like a place to eat or like more places to sit like a little cocktail space yeah like or maybe because I mean maybe some people like um people who live in like New York or something where real estate is like bonkers expensive and you know big places just are not easy to get maybe you get like a cool high top bar table with some cool bar chairs around it there's a place you're gonna sit and have great tete-a-tete so I love that. Oh, that's so interesting. How would you advise somebody if you're sharing a home with somebody, if you have a roommate or if you have a partner, or even if somebody lives at home with parents, 
and they are not into it. They're not into this concept. They're like, no, it's dumb. I'm not into it. How can you help communicate the benefit to somebody who like doesn't speak this language to make sure that they get on board? I think that a lot of people, there are so many people who don't realize the connection between their environment. Like your environment determines how you behave, how you act, how you feel, what you say, literally. So if I think it's a matter of educating them on that, because if you're somewhere eight hours a day, if you're working in your home, you know, and you're constantly in this space that you don't want to fix up because, you know, like you said, maybe someone whoever you're living with doesn't want to make changes or you're going to move. So you don't want to make changes. Well, fine. But when you walk out of the house, you're going to walk out of the house with low vibe energy. You're not going to attract the people or the opportunities into your life that you need to attract. You're just going to be low vibe. And I would say, just try it. Try to make changes. Yeah. Do it as an experiment and see what happens. Yeah. And then I have a cool tip in my book, which is like, if you're living with roommates and you like, let's say you don't like your roommates or whatever, there's a metaphysical cure or fix to separating energetically separating your space from theirs. And it's like, by you just put a little red circle at the top of your door and a little red circle on the outside of the door. So they're like opposing and that energetically like, separates your energy from theirs and then you can just concentrate on your own space I have some clients I'm literally going to text immediately and tell them to do that because yeah shared situations and that is incredible and then I mean also yeah like just communicate with them make it fun like it's an experiment okay if you think it's dumb if it's dumb then I guess it doesn't matter then let's just try it and then guess what you're sleeping better you're fighting less you're eating better, you're feeling better, and then you're showing up in the world as the best version of yourself, and then you're attracting all the things that are meant to be in your experience. So I love it so much. And so actually, this is perfect, because you just mentioned your book. Please tell us, what is your book called? When is it coming out? How do we get it? It's called High Vibe Feng Shui, 11 Steps to Achieving Your Best Life. And it's available on Amazon. It came out just a few weeks ago, or Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, um, chapters if you're in Canada it's all the places everywhere wow wow that's amazing yeah I basically wrote the book that I wish I had when I started practicing feng shui and it's the exact 11 steps that I do every time I want to feng shui my space and I say that feng shui is living and breathing so every time you have different goals um, you should start refunctioning your space. It's like yeah. you change as a person and your space should change with you. Yeah. So I break up, I walk you through step-by-step step how to functionate your space. So like how to create your feng shui toolbox, how to notice the blocks in your home that you can change, yeah. how to enhance areas of your life that you want to enhance. And then I have some cool rituals to channel different elements and also powerful sage risk rituals. Like, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Well, we are excited about it. So everybody's going to get that book. And then you also mentioned um, that you have a quiz on your Instagram. So just tell just, and I want you to mention it as well in a little bit, but just tell us right now, what is your Instagram handle where everybody can find your quiz? It's at feng shui ash. And then you click the link in my bio and it's your element RX. Okay. I'm doing it like immediately. Um, that is so cool. So we're going to get, and we're going to add that into the show notes, you guys. And we're going to mention some stuff at the end as well. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. So now we're going to jump into manic moments in manifesting. 
So this is the segment where we kind of share our last major meltdown and then the manifestation that came out of it. So something, you know, something semi-disastrous and then we learned a lesson or somehow we bounced out of it and it ended up teaching us something valuable. So I will go first. Let me set the tone. So this is actually kind of interesting because it is like manifesting generator problems. So I am normally a bottomless pit of energy. I'm a manifesting generator with an open root and a one core profile and I can just go, go, go like legendary. But lately, I mean, I have, okay. So I will also tell you, like I did have thyroid cancer last year. And so now I no longer have a thyroid and I need to take a pill every day to trick my brain and body into believing that it is still there. I do also have a six-year-old and I guess, you know, my human form is telling me like, girl, sometimes people sleep and sometimes people eat. So you need to stop sometimes. So this, but this was like a miracle. So last week I was pushing myself so, so hard, like even for me, very hard. And you're a manifesting generator as well. So I know that you are feeling me. I was pushing myself so hard. And I mean, it's a benefit like to be a business owner, to be an entrepreneur. Yes, it's amazing. You are the boss, you're in control. But the problem is also that you are sleeping with the boss and that you are sleeping with yourself. <laughs> and it can just be hard to take that off when you need to chill. So maybe I'm going to bring some water into my life as well to bring in a little bit more flow. Um, but last week I found out one day that I was like quadruple booked and I had like a moment of panic and I was just about to hit the wall and I was like, it's, it's not okay. My body was screaming at me. Like, it's not okay. I almost burst into tears, which is very uncharacteristic for me. And then I had this moment though, that I was like, I believe in miracles. I am open for miracles. And then even though it was such a slammed busy day, I chose to do like an extra long ritual in the morning, meditated, tapping, journaling, really like dressing in like the silk robe and just, and then I just remember I journaled. I'm like, I am open to all of the ways that this day can have effortless flow. I am open to all of the miracles that can happen for me to be in perfect flow in this day. And the day was going on and on. And I was like, anytime, like the miracles can come anytime I'm open, <laughs> like just go ahead and drop them in. And then weirdly like as literally I was like sitting down at the dinner table like for an early dinner with my daughter and I was just like I don't have time to have a nap I should not have some more coffee I don't know what I'm gonna do I, I will pull it off but I don't know how and then literally my phone I got two messages that came in and it was my next two things that canceled for totally harmless innocuous reasons like no big deals but let's just reschedule let's push next week and I was like hallelujah <laughs> and it was just I was so happy. And then what this taught me is I went to bed that night. I put my daughter to bed at like eight o'clock. And then I went to bed right after. I think I was in bed at like 8.15 and I, and I slept for like 12 hours. And then this just taught me, number one, set my own boundaries a little bit higher, like change my scheduling availability. So I did that. And then number two, miracles happen. They happen all the time. They happen in ways that we can't expect. So just always to be open for the miracles. Like Get clarity on what, what is it that you want? What is it that you want to feel? And allow yourself to be open to that miracle to come into your life. And this was just such a beautiful way that the universe showed me that it has my back that things happen. So that was my manic moment. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. And congratulations <laughs> on being a survivor. My husband's a survivor too. Well, I, I was very blessed. I have to say I was very blessed in that my cancer situation was kind of like, um, my husband is actually a cancer surgeon as well. So I'm very well, I'm very well taken care of. I'm very, very fortunate and very well taken care of here. But um, nobody knew that it was cancer. They didn't know until they actually opened me up 
So I had cancer technically for about two hours. I was aware of having cancer for two hours. So I was oh, like, wow. it was, it was found and removed. And uh, I've been, I've had radiation therapy and stuff, but just as far as cancer goes, could not have been more grateful. But also I, I really did some hardcore manifesting, melting down and manifesting in the hospital the night before that surgery. And it was, it was, it ended up to be a very beautiful healing moment, but thank you. Like I have a crazy cool pirate scar and oh, um, wow. I'm not going to remove it because it makes me happy. Like it brings me, it brings me gratitude when I see it, you know, which is wonderful. So, and good. I'm glad that your husband is a survivor. Congrats. So, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. So what was your latest meltdown or like your favorite? Okay. <laughs> this is like Virgo rising problems. All right. <laughs> so my backyard is set up as like kid paradise. My four-year-old, I was having like, I don't know, nine kids to play outside, but I'm like, my husband is so amazing. He helps me, but my meltdown was that I'm like, you need to blow the deck. Everything has to be perfect. Like I'm like, have such pressure on myself to have the perfect house, the perfect, especially because what I talk about, yeah. you know, that I'm like, and then I'm like, calm down. What is this really about? Okay. Pause. This is something they teach in Kabbalah. Pause, take it in. What a pleasure. And then I'm like, what is this really about? Okay. It's about my like insecurity of not measuring up or not being good enough or not, you know? And then I'm like, okay, that's not real. Calm down. My husband's helping me. It's amazing. And then I'm like, okay, that wasn't real. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, good for you for just like having the awareness to go within and ask that question in the middle of a Virgo meltdown congratulations like that is that is a feat that is very powerful and also yeah. I think you, you know you can be easy on yourself too because what's the expression the shoemaker shoes the shoemaker has the worst shoes so sometimes the thing that we're like most known for and the thing that we help other people with it's sometimes the thing that we don't necessarily always bring into our own lives so like I'm really well known for having like rigid high boundaries and helping my clients with that but then look like I had loose boundaries with my own work schedule. That wasn't cool. So it's okay. Like we're allowed, we're learning and, you know, it brings us wisdom. So I love that. Yeah. But I, I have to say, I would have, I am, so I'm a Gemini sun, Capricorn moon and a Taurus ascendant, Taurus rising. So like stubborn, I like nice things. Don't touch my stuff. Leave me alone. My space is sacred. My Capricorn moon would lose my mom, like I would lose my mind if I had nine, four-year-olds playing in my house. Oh no, it was outside. Trust me. They don't come inside, <laughs> but I'm like, like, I would just have the hose, like hose them off and be like, you're not, if you have to pee, there's a bucket over there. Do not come in this. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, I am not the one. Oh my God. Um, well, this has been such an incredible conversation. Thank you so, so much. Like there are so many things that I personally am going to be doing immediately after this conversation. Like I'm going to get the book. I'm going to do the quiz. Thank you so much. Like so juicy. So tell everybody where can we find you website, Instagram, tell us all of the places. Yeah. My Instagram's at feng shui ash. Um, my website's ashleycantley.com and yeah, you can buy my book on Amazon. And and can you spell your name for us just so that everybody. Yeah. A S H L E Y Cantley C A N T L E Y.com. Perfect. So everybody can find you there. So thank you guys, everybody, so much for listening. Make sure you check her out for all of the lux ways that you can bring healing, flow, abundance, and transformation into your life with her intuitive feng shui guidance and practices. 
Thank you so much. We'll be back next week with another amazing episode of Chakra Girl Radio. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you.